Blog Talk Radio. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life-altering changes occurring on the planet? Reporting to you from the new Earth, the newly forming world reality of vibrant health and well-being, united community, and personal evolution. Tune in to learn how to update your internal coding and biocircuitry to the rapidly shifting consciousness so that you too can become a divine human. New Central is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum vortex healing and energetic activation, weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing. Every show is dedicated to promoting a holistic lifestyle that supports all life on the planet. Additional services are available at our website, NewEarthCentral.com. And now, here's your host, Meg Benedicte. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's so great to meet up with you and connect with you again. And I have been called by spirit to do the show right now since so much is happening, my goodness, all around the world and in our lives and with the planet and with the cosmos. And so it felt like let's let's connect. Let's connect. Let's get together. Let's help each other. Let's help our planet. So that was the reason for the show right now. So I'm glad that you can make it. Thank you for sponsoring the show. And um, what I'd like to do is just walk through what's happening and what I've been seeing, especially since the eclipse on August 21st. So this was uh, two weeks ago and a little over two weeks ago. And so much has been happening really energetically as well. So I've got my notes here and I just want to kind of walk through what I've been going through since then, what I've been noticing coming up in client sessions as well. So kind of what are some of the common themes that many of us are dealing with right now since the eclipse and then what we need to do today when we get into the sacred space working in the vortex together um, adjustments we can make help integrate the eclipse upgrades these kinds of things Um, I just want to help everyone um, be able to kind of you know travel through this journey together with um, as much ease and grace and comfort as we can because it is really stressing the energy body so those are my those are my um, uh, intentions today in the show and once we get through discussing the the event and what's happening, then we'll switch gears and go into the meditative state, activate the vortex, get inside this the sacred space and start working together uh, with our spirit teams, uh, with Metatron, and then be able to just make the adjustments that we need. Plus, I'd like to do some global alchemy as well, although this show is usually more focused on personal ascension, but I think you know what's happening on the planet right now and especially here in the United States we're getting just beat up by weather and so I'd like to do some work with that as well um I I actually live in Oregon and have been housebound for several weeks 2 to 3 weeks at least uh, because I'm surrounded by fires and the air quality is so poor that it's literally the smoke is like 
thick as pea soup. I can't even see the houses down the street. It's so strong. And I woke up. I, I apologize if I sound kind of froggy in my voice, but I woke up this morning with real severe congestion in my chest here because of the smoke. So we want to work on that. We want to work on the hurricanes, the flooding, uh, possibly neutralizing earthquakes. You know, there's there's a lot shaking up right now on the planet. So I just want to focus on that as well. So we'll do some planetary work and we'll do some personal work. Okay. All right. We're giving everybody a chance to log in or call in. Um, we're also, good news is just starting to get a thunderstorm here, and I'm praying for rain. So we can do that as well. Uh, the power was flickering a little bit. So if by chance, you know, let's hold the intention that I can get through the show with power and my internet and my uh, my laptop. So it's just a lot of energy blasting us right now. So just just kind of keep that vision in your mind here as we kind of sync up our internet, sync up our electronics. And as soon as Manette joins the show, we'll bring her on as well. And we'll get started. So let's, let me get my notes here. So everybody kind of relax and get comfortable and let's Let's go over what's happening. Um, I'm I'm assuming you were with us uh, during the eclipse global activations, and boy, that day was really powerful. I have to say, I had to lie down for the next two days. It was so strong, it just kind of blew my circuits, and I had to um, just really breathe through it and give the body some some rest as uh, the the upgrades were coming in. It was just really powerful, and what has happened is we have started a new 19-year cycle. We had two new moons, like bookends, in Leo, and we had the eclipse on the second new moon in Leo, plus we had Mercury retrograde, which is now in Leo. And so this just really kind of shook everything up and fired everything up, and so a lot of big changes are coming. Um, so kind of focus on that. Imagine like you're starting a whole new cycle and we're kind of at the starting gate here and, and moving into it now. But you may have experienced some overstimulation from all of that. It's just like electrical current just kind of zapping my body and energy field and it was causing a lot of fatigue. So if you have had some of that, we'll work on that in in the vortex because... We want to be able to receive in the light streaming in, but not get so overstimulated that it's 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 too much. And and if you're not monitoring your body, monitoring your energy field, that overstimulation can come out in lots of different ways. You may see people just kind of blowing up with anger um, or just going into a lot of crying because they can't handle the stimulation. Um, we don't want to stop it. We want to be able to actually absorb it in uh, comfortably. So that is possible. You may have been having some problems with the overstimulation. But the good news is as we're getting these, these, this big flow of light coming in, photonic light that's coming in from our universe, from the galaxy, um, from our own solar, solar system, this is increasing our energy frequency, so it's going higher. And the good news is that it's helping us to evolve 
from living in a very extremely polarized energy field to a more neutral and smooth flowing field in unity consciousness. It's also happening to the planet. The planet, of course, is very polarized, right? It has positive and uh, um, negative poles, south and north and south poles, creates a very chaotic planetary field. But that's also being affected by the incoming light and so we're moving from a, a extreme kind of push-pull effect in our energy and also on the planet to more of a smoother flow, a non-polarized field of love. And this is part of the shift from 3D to 5D, is being able to live with less drama, right? Live with less extreme polarity, be able to be in more harmony within ourselves, with spirit, with nature, with each other. And so that's what's happening. We're moving from polarity into unity. And this is how it's showing up physically, you know, biologically, physically, and even in your quantum field. So that's a good news, but you may have felt zapped. And so we want to just kind of help the body to be able to adjust to it. One of the other things I noticed is our energy container. So our container of light is expanding since the eclipse to be able to hold more soul presence. So that's the good news. We're we're starting to be able to embody the soul presence all the way to 100%. Now, I have not been able to do that because the planet wasn't ready yet. And so, in a way, our ascension is kind of tracking as how Gaia is ascending. We can, you know, keep up and, and go as far as we can. But I noticed that I wasn't able to fully embody 100%. I got to about 80 85% in the last couple of years. But since the June solstice and all this activity in August with the eclipses, new moons, and 8-8 eight, eight Lion's Gate, I'm now starting to feel like I can hold. It's literally, I felt like my, my energy body was stretching bigger. Now, this is, again, part of the benefit of a neutralized, uh, non-polarized field. We're able to open it and expand it, especially the heart center really can open and expand. And now our container is getting bigger and we can bring in um, all of the soul presence. This is our goal. We can't ascend until we are embodying the soul 100%. And this then shifts everything. Then your energy field becomes a powerful force field of your soul light. And your magnetism takes on the soul consciousness, the soul vibration. So everything starts to improve. Even uh, think about it. If, you're, if your soul's merging into you 100%. It's pulsing out such a powerful uh, field of light that it's repelling away the negative energies. It's just holding nice and strong and alive and vibrant and full of your soul magnetism. You're seeing through the eyes of the soul. You're speaking the truth from your heart where the soul is full. So this is a huge shift. And I also got an image, um, it was a vision that flashed this week as well, so I just want to kind of describe it to you as best I can, but this is where we're heading. Um, I saw that as the soul continues to grow inside, 
and it's pulsing alive in the cells. You're radiating out those solar waves of the soul essence, and it begins to convert your body into more crystallized cells, more light, and to the point where our, we're in our vortex spiral all the time, and we begin to become a spiral of light that just accentuates and rotates faster and faster until it finally spirals up into the higher realms. And so it's such a beautiful image of where we're heading, going more and more towards really transforming the biology, the density, into light so we can uh, time jump, we can time travel, we can move our energy in and out of dimensions. So this is, again, coming. So it's just very exciting. I was so pleased when I saw that image. Okay, so our container of light is expanding and growing. Now, there's also, you know, a lot of challenge happening right now. And, and most suffering comes from separation with spirit. This is what we're repairing. We've been cut off from our soul, cut off from spirit, cut off from source um, when we were incarnated into this planetary matrix, this enslavement matrix. And so it's cut us off. It's disconnected us from spirit. And this causes so much pain. We call it the original wound of separation. Um, and all of us are working on healing that and, and really mending our field, really starting to reconnect, right? anywhere that there is any kind of um, uh, lack or, or disconnection, we're repairing that, uh, kind of piecing ourselves back together. And so this is also just to encourage you to keep connecting with your soul presence inside your body, inside your chakra pillar, in your heart, in your mind. So heart center, brain center, just keep pulling it in because this eliminates suffering. This eliminates any sense of lack or deprivation or that something is, is missing inside. When the soul fills in, you start to feel more whole and complete and one with your divinity and there's nothing missing and so that's part of this process this healing process of of really getting in and healing that original wound of separation it began about um you know about two three years old where we really started to separate from our soul connection and we're building that back we're doing it consciously we're doing it intentionally really building and piecing ourselves back where we're whole again and as we do this this begins this process of crystallizing our cells. <clears throat> and what I've also been noticing recently from these upgrades that have come in is we're getting, so we get this powerful light stream coming down from our higher self, from our soul presence. And it brings in a lot of light language and, and codes and, and new information. Um, it helps activate the light body. So I've been noticing more crystallized geometry opening up within the body. So we're getting an infusion of new soul codes streaming in. These codes, I think of them like, um, like crystal seeds. And they're starting to open and extend into these beautiful crystalline geometric shapes. Um, think of it kind of like how a crystal starts to extend as it grows. Well, it's similar to that but it's happening in our body. It's happening in our cells. And these codes are going in and they're updating the DNA. 
so you might start to notice that. I think that's part of some of this physical discomfort and and stress on the body because we're literally converting the physical body uh, through this process, and it's not easy to go through. And because right, you're converting carbon density into crystalline geom- geometry inside your cells, but we need that to be able to become that spiral of light, don't we? We need the cells to crystallize so we can run current through it, right? Crystals amplify frequency. So when the cells crystallize, then we can run more light in our system. We won't get overstimulated, and and we just keep amping it and amping it. So this is another uh, upgrade that has come in since, since these August events. Okay, also, we just had Mercury turn direct yesterday on the eclipse degree. So I don't know how you were doing yesterday, but, oh, man, did I feel the power of the eclipse again. And so anytime uh, one of our, our, our planets in the solar system touches that eclipse degree, we'll get another surge, right? We'll get another amplification. So... It's in Leo now, and it's slowly moving forward. Thank God Mercury is direct again. (laughs) It's heading back into Virgo, which is great because Virgo is the Earth sign, so it's helping Mercury in Virgo is helping the these eclipse upgrades to become more Earth-bound inside us. So it's actually helping us ground these in. And also part of Virgo, you know, Virgo is... um, uh, the sign of service to the greater good, service to others. And it's also helping us integrate all of who we are, you know, our divine self and our talents and gifts, our soul gifts that we can bring out into the world. So I've been noticing this as well since the eclipse um, in my uh, sessions with clients that everybody is getting more tuned into, okay, what are my soul gifts and how can I bring them out into the world? How can I share them and how can I make a living doing this? Because our abundance needs to be linked to our service. Um, As long as we're living in a monetary system, eventually we won't need that. But right now it is still in place. And it's just learning how to be this channel for your soul gifts to move through you, just effortless and easy and and sharing them with others and, and just really focusing on how can I help those souls who are awakening now or recently and they're confused and they don't know what's going on and we the way showers, so you know we can help them. We can we can help them understand what they're going through. We can help them understand what are the steps to take to help them through their awakening process. And again, so they can start embodying their soul presence and healing that original wound of separation. So many of us are being called in lots of different ways to contribute to building this new earth now. And so it's not like everybody has to be a healer. Because I work with a lot of light workers, and not everybody's healers, and they don't—they aren't supposed to be. Um, so that's the good news. Whatever is your passion, whatever you feel are your soul gifts coming through you, and wanting to come out into the world, let them come through. However that is, 
Um, there's so many ways. I'm also working with clients who are building new earth businesses, you know, new industry, new ways of living. I mean, there's just so many ways to be industrious and productive in bringing your soul gifts through, helping educate those who are awakening now. And Virgo's helping with this. So thank you, Virgo. And Mercury's going to be in Virgo for a while here. So it's it's helping. Now, interestingly enough, because, boy, we had that fire trine, right, in August, if you remember. And so we had a lot of fiery energy going on. Well, yesterday, as Mercury turned direct on that eclipse degree, we also had some powerful solar flares, and whoo, those are coming in, you guys. If you haven't been feeling it, well, we got we got some more tonight and most likely tomorrow. So I just had to jot it down because um, I'm not ex- I'm not as uh, studious on solar flares, but it unleashed a major X9 class solar flare. It's their, the the researchers are saying it's the strongest solar flare in more than a decade. So X-rays and UV radiation from the blast ionized the top of Earth's atmosphere, causing a strong shortwave radio blackout on the day side of the planet. So if you're feeling your, you know, you got some power problems or wonky electronics, that could be part of this. Um, also, you might feel it in your own bioelectrical system, <laughs> and it shows up in lots of ways for for everybody. So it's just how unique each and of us are. But I definitely woke up this morning feeling it. It, it was it was I felt like I was coming out of a drug state. It was really interesting, and I was having a very strange dream where I was trying to actually go back to my past timeline, and I have no idea why I would want to do that, but it was a very interesting dream. So it's, again, shifting us, this huge eclipse, uh, 8-8 Lion's Gate, all of it. It's shifting us into this new 19-year cycle. It's shifting us into a whole new reality. I'm wondering if you've been feeling the new energies since the eclipse because, Ooh, I definitely can feel like I'm in a whole new, different space, different, different plane of existence, different reality. Well, the eclipse helps with that, and we're still getting some more of that coming in. The solar flares are are very powerful, and they're uh, causing a lot of shifts happening in the, as I mentioned earlier, the the polarized field of our planet and in our own energy fields. So we got a biggie coming in here today. It started uh, yesterday and through today, possibly into tomorrow. Okay, solar flares. Let's see here. The other thing that's happening today, this is why, you know, it's so funny. I never know when to do a show, and so I just have to trust spirit. And they said September 6th. I was like, okay, sounds good enough. Well, now I know why. Uh, We're also having a full moon in Pisces. And so let's talk about that. This is helping all of this fiery energy, right? At some point, I think we need to kind of calm it down because it's out of control up here in the Pacific Northwest. It's burning so many uh, states right now, California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana. I mean, the fires are everywhere. And it's time to kind of use this watery Pisces full moon energy like think of it kind of like the soothing waters because we need to just kind of temper anywhere that fiery energy got out of control 
so we'll we'll do that in the activations, just kind of keeping an eye on calling in the water element. If you are experiencing too much heat, too much fire, and then the flip side, we have so much flooding happening with these hurricanes, and so helping to smooth that out as well. So we're using our um, the vortex technique. We're using the figure eight. You know, we're using our our skill set here to just help work with Mother Nature. Obviously, she is reacting to certain things, and so we want to just help her. We don't want to try to stop her. We want to help her, and we want to just kind of minimize the damage as best we can, kind of smooth it out a bit, but still let the cleansing happen that is required. So using the full moon and Pisces to help us with that, it's also a highly sensitive full moon. Um, for anyone who is a Pisces, I bet you know what I'm talking about. I have a lot of Pisces friends in the over the years, and and so they are a water sign, and so they are able to tune into the depths, right? So this is also in Neptune is in Pisces right now as well, and that's adding to this sensitivity. It's also a super absorbent watery moon. So just a caution to be careful not to soak up anything from the chaos field and from anyone around you who is in chaos or in extreme polarity. Our job is to kind of stay as, as kind of on the sidelines, detached, neutral, calm, steady, stable, and helping everyone uh, navigate through the extremities. So it's be careful not to absorb any of that discordant energy uh, or other people's drama or, you know, this, you know what I'm talking, those kinds of stuff. Our, our, our greatest gift is to hold balance. We're balancers. We're stabilizers. And so just holding in your center still point and helping to diffuse uh, other people's extreme reactions or chaos. So just be careful. Um, I have found it's very advantageous to work with my empath system and imagine that you're this this uh, antenna tower all your chakras are very sensitive antennas that work like uh, an antenna tower that is your empath system and I, I keep them turned in um, the less you turn your chakra antennas outwards into the chaos field or, or out to others who are in chaos or pain or suffering or drama, um, it, it actually, you become less effective. You start absorbing all that in. You start empathing all that in. And so the best way we can help others is to be neutral, calm, still, inside, so we can help diffuse the polarity, diffuse the chaos. Okay, that is the full moon in Pisces. So enjoy the full moon tonight if you can even see it. Um, we're not going to be able to see it here with all the fire. But wherever you're located, if you're able to um, tap into that beautiful full moon in Pisces. The, the last thing I wanted to mention that I've been noticing as well since the eclipse Okay, so let's see how do we talk about this. You probably have read a lot of articles or posts about shifting timelines. So we're in a, we are in a great shift uh, on the planetary level. We're shifting from a, a 3D timeline to a 5D timeline. 
So that's affecting the whole planet. That's affecting all life on the planet. That's a huge shift. But you may also be experiencing personal shifts in your own life and your own timelines. And and that's a good thing. We want to just kind of resolve and complete anything that's outstanding for us in the 3D timelines. This could include any outstanding karma, um, conflict, and resolving any issues with others, uh, also resolving past lives. So many of us have been doing this work for a long time, and, and we've had to get, you know, kind of dig in and, and, and work on all of those areas. So that we're able to release these old, outdated timelines and get free of them. Um, one of the ways that my my team has shown me how to work with this is imagine that you are in what's called the incarnational wheel. Okay, it looks kind of like a wagon wheel. And in the center of the wheel is the main hub of the wheel is your timeless, eternal, divine soul presence. And then all the spokes to the wheel are these different timelines. They're, the, they're like parallel realities, parallel lifetimes. So we're in one of them now. And then the other timelines have been also part of the wheel. And what makes this work so powerful is because we're using the vortex, the vortex can spin us around the wheel so we can drop in to these other timelines and do some work in them. And when we make any kind of a correction or a healing or even resolving karma in one of the timelines, it ripples through the whole incarnational wheel and every timeline is updated instantaneously. So this is the magic of working in this vortex. It it's, it makes life a lot easier, makes this work a lot easier. So we're not having to kind of hammer out onto each past life one by one by one. We actually can work on a series of them that have the same karmic issue or the same pattern or the same wound. Okay, so this is what we've been doing. And what's happening is as we resolve karma and we... We heal any wounding from past lives. Um, we start to get free of those timelines. And I watch them. They actually kind of fold in on themselves and they drop out of the wheel. And eventually what happens is we're left with just the main hub of the, of the soul in the center of the wheel. Time collapses. The timelines disappear. They actually return to source. And we are no longer under the influence of past lives or even future potential outcomes. We're in the now, fully embodying that soul presence. We literally become the main hub of our core energy field, and the wheel disappears. I mean, how cool is that? Okay, so that's how I'm deal- that's how we deal with healing different timelines. So right now, the whole planet, is shifting timelines there I can see them I, when I look in front of me into the future uh, the the past is behind us the future's in front and they kind of look like you're standing at like a railroad station you got all these tracks those are the timelines and some of them are really grounded to the earth and some of them are kind of floating and trying to ground to the earth's grid uh, but they are having trouble Okay, so kind of think about it like that. You got you got the one right in front of you that you're grounded to, and then you have 
possible outcomes or possible timelines trying to lock on. Now, what we want to do is kind of stay in tune to where we ground our energy field because you want to keep grounding onto your ascension timeline. And we want to make sure that we prevent some of these harmful or destructive potential future timelines from ever reaching the planet. (laughs) And so this eclipse is triggering a lot of upheaval. It's shaking things up on the planet. And what looks like was going to be a future outcome all of a sudden got like shook off the grid and it's no longer there. Or another future timeline is trying to lock on, but it's having trouble getting any traction. So, for example, there's a lot of press right now about uh, going to war, nuclear war with North Korea. So that would be a potential future timeline that's trying to ground onto the Earth grid and get some traction. And we're all like, hell no, and so we're dissolving it. Okay, so that's how we do this. Anything that is not for the greatest good, not for the beauty, you know, the beauty of our planet, not for life on, on, on this planet, we make sure it doesn't get any traction. It cannot actually lock onto the earth grid. And we dissolve those out. And so we'll do that today in, in when we get together into the vortex because we want to make sure, especially with all of the extreme weather, that we are dissolving any timelines that we're trying to really take hold and destroy our beautiful planet, destroy people's homes, lives, wildlife. I know here in Oregon, we're surrounded in fires right now. We even have bears in our neighborhood looking for food because the forest fires are pushing the wildlife into town. So this is the kind of stuff we have to look for, make sure it doesn't get any traction. So I hope that I explained that well enough. So because this is something we're going to be doing for a while. <laughs> and as alchemists, we can do it. We can make sure that harmful, destructive outcomes cannot get any grounding, cannot get any traction. And that way then we're really co-creating our future here. For On the flip side, we want to make sure that timelines for our future 5D Earth can actually get anchored and get traction and they start to get some juice, right? They start to get some energy and they begin to manifest. So that's how we do it. We are, you know, kind of working here on on multiple multiple dimensions, keeping an eye on what's happening on our beloved planet. This is why we're here and making sure that we can support building our our 5D Earth, build our new Earth uh, civilization because the 3D Earth civilization is collapsing, as you're seeing. There's just evidence of it everywhere. Um, Our infrastructure is collapsing. Our communities are collapsing. It's just everything is, is crapping out. And we need to step in and create new ways of living that are sustainable with our our beautiful um, nature and with each other. So those are the timelines we want to get give some juice to. That's what we want to energize. That's what we want to help lock into uh, the grid and be able to come to life. So shifting timelines, a lot happening with those. Okay, I'm keeping an eye on my studio, and I still don't see Manette. I think she thought it was at 6 p.m., so... Hopefully she'll show up here at some point. 
Um, okay, so those were the those are the topic uh, points I wanted to to go over. So let's go ahead and uh, shift gears. Let's go ahead and create our sacred space. If you're new to working with this technique, um, first of all, welcome. So glad to have you here. And what I recommend is sitting with your feet flat on the floor if you can, because we're going to want to ground. And like we were just talking about, we want to ground and get traction on the planetary grid. So you use your feet chakras. They work like magnets. And we're just going to lock on and get secured with our full energy field, our energy body, the torus. We want to have that all locked onto the earth grid. And then we'll open up the vortex. I, I also recommend using your right brain as best you can through the different um, steps that I'm going to uh, guide you through. The right brain is your psychic brain. It's your intuitive mind. It's our multidimensional mind. And it's what we used to visualize. And so to do the alchemy, we combine our visioning and our intention, our heartfelt desire and magnetism. And you put that all together and you start to shift the energy fields. You start to shift our future outcomes. So this is how we do the alchemy. So if you find that you kind of uh, get pulled back over to the left brain and and analyzing and into the ego, just stop, breathe, and shift back over to the right brain because that's what you're going to use to do this. Okay, let's get started, everybody. So sitting with your feet on the floor, let's just take a couple deep breaths and... I'm going to connect with you remotely. I'll help you through the steps. Um, and as you work through the steps with me, do your best to visualize and, and state the commands and follow and just flow with it. Okay? If you're having trouble visualizing, do not worry. It's all working. Okay? But the more that you can, the more you feel better because you're actually contributing more. All right. So we're going to come into the heart into the lungs, into the breath. Just come right into your body. We're getting into our bodies, into your belly. Feet locked onto the light grid. As we breathe in, we're breathing in life force, breathing in light. As you exhale, releasing any stress of the day, just kind of shaking off any body tension. Just breathe it out, release it out. We're going to open up the sacred space here. As you're breathing into the heart, let's connect to spirit. So from the heart, we connect to our beloved mother, father, source, creator. From the heart, connect to your God self, your I am presence, your over soul presence. This is your divine self. Also connect to your soul family, your soul group of origin and let's call in your spirit team. So this is your angels and guides, master teachers, calling them all in for their support. Breathing into it. As we ground to Gaia, let's connect to Mother Nature, the nature spirits, the nature kingdom. Let's call in the devas and the elementals. These are the elements of air, fire, water, earth, and ether. And we need these to do the alchemy. So call them into your field. (sighs) 
Okay, as we're grounding and opening up the sacred space, let's connect to Lord Metatron. We're working with Metatron's sacred geometry. It's called Metatron's Cube. I'm going to embed this under your feet. It's made up of 12 circles with a center 13th circle. So there's actually outer six, inner six, and then the center. So we're going to step into the center and turn it on. Our own life force turns it on. Okay, everybody getting in. And what happens is those 12 circles start to rise up as 12 pillars of light. The inside six rotate around your body, and the outside six rotate around your aura. So let's get those rising up. And now they're going to begin to rotate right to left in a counterclockwise rotation. So let's just get this going. Spinning up, opening up, and it's a feminine vortex. So it's expanding outwards. Think of it like kind of like a V-shape from your feet up and out and around you. Ooh, there we go. We're starting to get it spinning. Now our goal here is to get it spinning towards the speed of light. So we're going faster, and this is how you increase your energy frequency. Ooh, there we go. Spinning up faster. Breathe into it. As it's spinning, it's opening up and unlocking gravity. Gravity is a clockwise rotation. So as we're spinning anticlockwise, we're unlocking gravity, and it lets us into the energy field. There we go. Everybody in. Now let's focus into our chakra pillar. This is your energy body. And this runs right up the center of your body. Let's start at the feet. And then we're going to spiral, same anticlockwise spin, but now we're spiraling all the way up the chakra pillar. And as you spiral up, imagine that you're clearing and opening all those chakras, so you're creating an open channel all the way up to the top to your higher self. All right, let's go. So we're going from the feet to the root, spiraling up the physical chakras. There's seven there, up, up, up to the crown. Ooh, there we go, up past the crown into the five transpersonal chakras. Keep going up. We're going up to the 12th, the top of the pillar. Ooh, there we go. As we get up to the top, this is where we connect up with our higher self. Our higher self is our gatekeeper, our guardian of our channel to spirit, to the universe. So connect with your higher self as best you can. You can just make the command. This beautiful light being. There we go. And as you connect to the higher self, we're going to go through that top 12th gate and into the field of light of the Godhead. So we're moving in. So you're kind of letting go of the physical world for a minute. We're moving into the virtual world of electrons. So it's a field of vibrant golden light. Okay, there we go. Everybody moving in. Imagine you're just kind of floating in this pool of golden light and merging into it, blending into it. Becoming one with all that is. Whew, yeah, just relax in. And this is how we reconnect to spirit and to our abundant universe. Ah, just let you go, let yourself go. I'm one with all possibilities. <sighs> this is the field of love. So just opening and merging with love. 
We're also going to connect to our divine soul presence where it exists in our abundant universe. So it's even beyond Earth. Where your soul exists, you're going to connect to your divine self through your unique soul energy signature. So it's your own vibration, your own frequency. And where there we go. Everybody's starting to connect to where the soul is and through your energy signature. And now we're going to use the vortex and start pulling the soul back down the chakra pillar and down into the body. This is how we build that connection. All right, let's breathe it in. Spin it in. Call that soul back down the chakra pillar into the chakras, into the heart center, into the brain center, all the way in. Bringing in your soul love, your soul light, your soul mastery, your soul gifts and knowledge. Spinning in, spinning in, bringing in your soul wisdom and truth, your soul consciousness. Building, building inside. As you're bringing in your soul light, you're bringing in your power. Your power is your light. Filling into the body, into the magnetism. And as it builds inside, it's just growing into this, like a big golden sun, radiating your solar rays out. Oh, that's excellent. And you're just pulling soul inside to fill into the empty spaces where you were disconnected, where you may be feeling lack or deprivation or not feeling loved. Pull it in, fill inside into the areas that are empty. We want to go to 100%. Filling in, streaming in, building inside. Okay, so as we're letting that stream in, let's also neutralize anywhere there's any polarity that got in from the chaos field. All right, so we're going to use the first infinity right between the heart and the solar plexus in in the chakra pillar. So it's kind of right in the upper belly there. And it's flat. And we're going to start looping it around the feminine on the left, back to center, over to the masculine on the right, Back to center. So you just start weaving left, right, right, left. And it's starting to pull all your energy towards the center where all that energy begins to overlap and unite and balance and harmonize. There we go. And it begins to release any disharmony, any opposition, any of that drama, Negative polarity. Good job. And you just spit it out, breathe it out, send it back to source light. Coming out of the cells, coming out of the heart, throat, out of the motions, coming out. Spin it out, breathe it out. Command it out. It's like a big dead weight lifting off you. Excellent. Okay, so we're clearing on the physical body, emotional body. Let's now go up and weave the infinity between left, right brain, working in the mental body. And as we run the infinity between the masculine and feminine brain, imagine that they're coming together and uniting there at the corpus callosum. That's the band of nerves that links them. 
because the matrix has severed them. So we're bringing them together, uniting them as one whole complete mind and bringing them into balance, harmony, and releasing out any opposition out of the mind, disharmony, drama, negative polarity. There we go. Up and out. Back to source light. You might feel layers lifting. Just let that dense energy release. Let's also do a command where we're clearing out any energy that is not even our own, not our soul signature. It's not our soul vibration. So this might have gotten in from the people around you, from maybe from the collective field. So you might have been empathing other people's pain or suffering or fear. Let's call that up and out, releasing that up to source's wealth. Oh, boy, that's a big layer coming off. Good job, you guys. Woo, up and out. Back into source light. So we're kind of lightening our load here. Okay, so we're getting grounded. So imagine you're just kind of dropping into your, your hips and legs. You're grounding into your root onto the light grid. We're clearing the chaos and and polarized forces. We're just kind of smoothing out our energy right there in the heart center and the brain center. Your infinities are creating nice, neutral, null zones. Those are your still points of balance now. So anything that just kind of got shook up by the eclipse, uh, we're just releasing the charge, releasing the conflict and becoming this clear and open channel to receive in the blessings, the benefits, the eclipse upgrades. So just uh, breathe that in for a minute. Let's call in and integrate more and more deeper inside us, into the cells, into the heart, into the mind. These eclipse upgrades for they are really powerful. There you go. Just imagine you're just kind of soaking them inside you, integrating them in. Spinning them in deeper into the atoms and the cells. Deep into your heart, into the mind. They could be light language coming in, new soul codes coming in, new wisdom and understanding coming in. Uh, just breathe it in. Those crystal seeds, breathe those in, helping to crystallize your cells, create more crystalline geometry in the body. Whew. As you are grounding to the Earth's grid, you can direct any overstimulation down the leg channels through the feet into the Earth grid. So if you're feeling overstimulated with too much electrical current, let's just ease some of that out, but continue to integrate the upgrades. That's it. Good job. Also, let's go ahead and visualize your energy container. 
And we're just going to help stretch it a little bigger so you can embody more of your soul presence. All right, so everyone, uh, if you're having trouble visualize, that's okay. You can just state the command. And we're just doing it very gently. We don't want to go too fast or too far. Gently stretching our container of light, expanding it to hold more and more soul essence, soul presence, soul power inside. Oh, that's great. Merging with your divine self inside. Just breathe into it. Let it adjust. Bring it into ease and comfort inside. If you can go a little more, keep extending it a bit more. So our higher self is descending down inside us. Keep filling up. Your feet are locking right onto the light grid so you can hold the soul inside you. You are becoming the sacred vessel, like the home of the soul. And we're bringing healing light into anywhere there's still some charged wounds of separation or disconnection. Just bringing in the Divine Mother's Healing Light. It's a soft pink light. We're just moving it. Usually I find that mostly in the heart, but anywhere you might feel any area still kind of charged with pain, wounding uh, from that original disconnection from your soul, from source, from our beloved universe. Just call in the healing rays from Divine Mother. Very soothing and comforting, nurturing, some conditional love coming in. All right, I'm feeling some more stimulation, just releasing anywhere you felt really charged or amped up, but not in a good way. <laughs> just releasing some of the extreme uh, electrical current because we've been zapped here this month. And it may have been external current coming in that wasn't harmonious to you. So we're just releasing what doesn't match the soul vibration, the soul essence, the soul frequency, and then filling up more with your soul essence. Okay, everyone's feeling calmer now, feeling more of that inner stability and balance and strength. This is your core strength building with that soul light. So let's do some let's do some timeline work, okay? Because part of what this eclipse has been doing, and the also the eight eight Lionsgate was contributing as well, is getting us more secured into our fifth dimensional or higher ascension timeline. So let's all make the command that we are grounding and rooting and securing ourselves onto our soul's ascension timeline. So there you go. Everyone make that connection, that command, and lock on, for this is what's going to take us home to our soul family. 
Ooh, there we go. Everyone locking on to their ascension timeline. It's the path of light in front of you. It's also coding with your soul blueprint for your ascension. And to live your ascended life, your charmed life. So lock into that and command it, activate it. We're letting go of our past timelines, past life of living in the enslavement matrix. Just cut loose from it, set it free, spin it out. We are locking into our ascension timeline, our ascension life in fifth dimension and higher. Beautiful. So if you're encountering any potential future outcomes, future timelines that could be harmful or destructive, um, that you feel it's too close or it's even trying to grab on and get onto the earth grid. All right, so I'm gonna, we're going to work on personal first and then we'll do planetary. So anywhere that you've been experiencing some type of situation coming in, um, it could be that, like we're, we were just talking earlier about the weather, any extreme weather, any kind of conflict with people in your lives, anywhere, any kind of money leaks or drains, anything that is uh, possibly dislocating you, uh, causing you uh, harm, causing you pain. We're going to dissolve that. We do not want that anchoring to the light grid. We do not want that getting into the earth plane. We are going to dissolve it. Okay, so let's focus on all this powerful light that is streaming from source, streaming from our galactic core center, streaming from our solar system's sun. Okay, so we're going to really concentrate. Beams of light and point them into the areas that you're experiencing harmful outcomes, trying to lock onto the grid harmful timelines that are trying to get some traction in your life that do not serve you or the greater good. All right, so we're going to just pause here for a moment. I will help you. We're going to start beaming that light to dissolve those outcomes, dissolve those potential realities dissolve those tracks those timelines all around you and we set them free and return them to light up to source good they're starting to go And as we begin to kind of clear the deck, clear the way, again, focus back into your own soul ascension timeline, your soul blueprint, opening up new potential opportunities, new beginnings, really lock onto it, ground that in place. That's where you're giving your juice, giving your energy, giving your passion to, giving your life force to, giving your light to it starts to amp up 
starts to come alive. It gets more magnetism. <sighs> Breathe into that. Spin it in. Lock it onto the light grid of our beautiful planet. <sighs> So it gets some traction, gets some magnetism. Ah, I just felt them land nice and strong, locking onto the light grid. And trusting your soul blueprint, trust your soul ascension life is going to provide all that you need. It's going to provide you the joy and the health and the love and the support that you need. Okay, that's starting to lock in. And you can add more details to it for your personal uh, joy and fulfillment. Ground it in. Beautiful. Okay, so now let's connect to the planetary field. And you know, Gaia actually has a vortex spinning counterclockwise around her as well. So our whole planet rotates counterclockwise. So we're going to work with the planetary field, work with the spin around Gaia, and focus on these harmful, destructive timelines that are trying to ground onto the grid and get some traction. So as I mentioned earlier, an example of this would be like nuclear war. All right, we're going to send the light beams to that one. Uh, All of these destructive uh, hurricanes, flooding, fires. All right, so I'm going to let you guys decide where you're getting drawn to, what timelines you're getting shown or feel uh, guided to dissolve in these powerful light beams coming from our beloved source and our galactic center and our own sun so here we go we can we can add that solar flares that are coming in right now point them to the destructive timeline so here we go we're using the elementals we're using the watery pisces moon energy and we're using our intention and departiculating them off the planetary grid, out of our planetary field, back up to source light. Good job. Okay, more dissolving. Poverty, hunger. There's so much we can zap and remove. Let's also connect with the water element. So we're working with nature now and helping helping the water element get into a calmer, more balanced state 
around the flooding and then bringing more water to these areas that are having all the fires. So we're the balancers, we're the stabilizers, starting to move the water element where it needs to be. Whew. Oh, that's great, you guys. Whew. We're one with nature. We're working with the elementals. We're connecting it with our visions for the new earth. We're bringing balance and stability into the planetary field. We're dissolving the chaos and the destruction. Whew. Oh, my God, you guys are doing great. All right, one more step with this. Now, we also have man-made extremities of this weather. And it's being done with scalar wave technology. All right, so we're going to do it again dissolving it out let's call from the higher dimensions the higher realms we're going to start bringing down to the earth plane very high frequency beams so these would be even beyond what we can hear like like almost like a dog whistle it is high 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 frequency beams and we're going to point them to the scalar wave machines that are creating the extreme weather and start knocking them out, collapsing them out, directing them to all of the destructive technology that is creating extreme destructive weather. So these could be satellites. These could be satellite relay systems, scalar wave machinery. Just keep sending the high frequencies, like penetrating laser into them. Whew. Only the destructive ones. There we go. Whew. Start. Yes, it's spreading. Start sending it everywhere you're feeling drawn that are destructive to our planet and to humanity and to all of nature. We don't tolerate this. We will not allow this. We need to bring nature back into its own healthy balance. Whew, more coming in. We can also direct these very high frequency beams to any of the scalar machinery that is running the matrix programming of amnesia and false illusionary mind control. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> That's great. We are here to break down the matrix. We are here to liberate humanity from it. We will not tolerate it. We will not allow it. Oh, boy, that's rippling all around the planet. Good work, you guys. 
So when we remove energies or dissolve energies or systems, we create a void. So now let's call divine love to come in and fill in the areas that we just cleared or collapsed. So everybody just focus into beloved mother, father, source, calling all that love to come into the planetary field, into nature, into humanity, into our own hearts. Call it in, filling it up, and especially the areas that we just cleared away. You can also call in the rainbow ray of unity consciousness to come in and fill into the planetary field as well. All right, we're starting to spin. So let's keep spinning this in, grounding this in, pulling it in deep into ourselves, all the work we've done on our own personal ascension, bringing it down into your cells, into the atoms in your cells, really locking it into your hearts, your minds, your chakra pillar. You are these pillars of light, just illuminating all around the planet on the light grid. Spinning it in also to the heart of Gaia into her grid and planetary field as well. Now this is where it gets traction. It locks into the grid and it holds and it gets into the magnetic fields and comes alive. Spin, spin, spin it in. You can tap on your arms, tap on your legs. You're pulling it deep inside you. Becoming one with you. You, We are really building that soul presence inside. Sliding up. Okay, as that's all kind of settling in, integrating in, I'm going to switch over here and bring Manette on. Manette, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I heard everything you said <laughs> in the beginning. You just couldn't see me. I was texting you like, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> but I guess it's all for the good. Maybe my vibration wasn't ready to be in the show with you. And after that lovely meditation, I'm super ready and chill. Things good. I hope everybody else feels the same. We are, oh, I've, I sure needed that too. It was just oh, so much coming at us at once. So I think we're just going to be in this beautiful space now and loving energy. And we will uh, we'll plan another show, Manette, in, um, in October. We'll, after we get through our eclipse upgrades. I mean, I'm sorry, Equinox, yes. our Equinox. Yeah. We have our well, I, I hope so. Go ahead. I found I'm going to be moving to a new place so and doing a different um, kind of work. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the show is going to be like when I have a lot more control. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I will love it. I love it. Well, it's definitely evolving this year, and it's, um, you know, we're just kind of listening to how Spirit calls us, but I think we'll we'll be called to do another show in October after we get through the Equinox. So for anyone who's new to this, we're going to be doing our global meditation and activations on September 22nd 
I believe it's a Friday, and we'll be working directly with the Equinox Energies that day. Big day, Super Portal will be open that day. So from now till then, but that's like a couple weeks away, uh, continue uh-huh. to work on integrating in these Eclipse upgrades. You can listen to this recording anytime to help you. Um, that's why it's there. You just use the same link that we sent to you for the live show. The recording will be there uh, just like minutes after we finish. And that way then you can get yourself into a good, strong position for the Equinox uh, portal opening. This is another biggie coming. Um, different different energies than what we've been doing in the August uh, eclipses in 8-8 Lionscape. It's still very, very um, supportive of our ascension in the Equinox. So great, Manette. I'm looking forward to that show with you as well. Testing to the globalism of first day of autumn. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. We go into Libra and balancing. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yes. We could definitely use some balance. I heard you talking about the polarity and how things are needing to be Oops. completely blown up right now. It's Though pretty extreme, isn't not it? The ways that they're, yeah, not in the ways that they're talking about on television. I hope not those ways. Just, you know, emotionally. New. New, new, new. No, we're we're kind oh. of working at higher levels here. <laughs> yes. So, so when you look at that, what? How are you seeing um, that sort of get rinsed away and 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 play out in terms of it? Um, I see it being rather powerless. I hear lots of bluster and yes. it's like someone, you know, faking and, and trying to intimidate people, but then ultimately nothing really happens. They're just making a lot of racket. But it's causing a lot of fear in people. Yeah. It is, and that's why we have to help people not react to it. Don't go into fear because that's the matrix program wants you to go into fear. So, again, I, I also don't pick up as I look into kind of more of our planetary future timeline, at least at this point, I'm not picking up any kind of nuclear war or any of that kind of thing. It's um, actually here in the United States, I'm picking up more political upheaval. So, you know, what happened yesterday with the eclipse uh, energies, Mercury turned direct right on the eclipse degree. And that was the, the, the date, the day that uh, our president you know, is reversing um, for what we call the dreamers. And these are our uh, children who came in as immigrants. And they've they've assimilated into our society. I mean, they, they're going to college, they're getting jobs, they're paying taxes, you know. And, and, uh, and so I thought that was very interesting, the timing of when he tried that. I don't think it's going to go over well. And so this, is, again, is more of the kind of unites everyone together to take care of each other and stand up for uh, human rights and and those who are in, you know, in need of our help. So it's, I see a lot of uh, political upheaval coming in the next uh, six months. What I would like to see is the diminishing of these uh, extreme climate uh, weather uh, events. We want to mm-hmm. try to soften that. Yeah. But... Uh, it's just again more more being revealed uh, that I think pulls people together and and unites us. So I I see the the benefit of it and I see how it's working. Um, mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just it's it's alarming at times, but it is it is working to pull us together. So 
Yeah. Unity consciousness is built. Yeah, it's a shame that it takes that much to push us to take care of each other. Um, But I've been so proud and so um, amazed to see how we've come together on lots of fronts and how when the old... uh, patriarchal energy, toxic patriarchal energy, we should say, yes. come uh, to bear how we stand up for each other and people who we would think would be part of the oppression are taking, you know, the lead. They're being yeah. upfront to saying, no, yeah. we're not doing that anymore. And it's, like I said, it, as, as upsetting it is to see some of the things that happen in those situations, we also get to see an amazing love and it's been just breathtakingly beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's really inspiring. And so, again, as we're working on, like, our timeline and building this new earth, anywhere you feel called to get involved, just follow that impulse, you know, follow that passion, get get as involved as you can. We're here to build this new new reality, this new paradigm. And And I just, I think everybody has different areas that they're contributing, kind of like I see us, like, puzzle pieces and we're all putting together the whole puzzle you know we're, we're contributing right whatever is our our little gift to the to the greater good um get involved you guys however you feel called because this yeah, is it think, this is the time yeah i think we're all um we all have different parts to play and i think um part of mm-hmm. what we're doing by staying calm and being, uh, like you said, sort of inner focused is being ready to respond because we never know when that moment's going to come, right? We don't know when no, we're going no. to have to stand up for someone else, when we're going to have to be the voice of reason or the diplomat in the room, uh, utilize some information that is true um, to help and support others. Yep. Because in a way, we're like system busters, right? We're here to break apart that illusion. We're here to point the light of truth. And, and so this is where if you if you find that you just can't be silent, you have to speak up, you'll be supported. And, and we do it in a balanced, kind of a neutral way. So we're not actually uh, triggering more violence or abuse or any of that. It's just... Kind of like think of it like you're bringing the voice of reason into these conflicted areas, and and we're not doing it alone. That's what I'm seeing uh, all over. The, all over, people are uniting. This is really great. Yeah, and I think we. I think what I've learned over the past few weeks of these last few eclipses, I've had a few things fall apart that has been very solid for me for a long time in my life. They, so the cracks, they sort of cracked. And I was like, hey, 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 that's not supposed to happen. But <laughs> what I've learned so much from those cracks, one of them was in um, a relationship, a, a, a platonic relationship, not a you know romantic one. And it was a relationship I thought was very solid and very easy, but it cracked nonetheless. And wow. what I learned is that we have to have faith, so much faith in our heart, in our ability to love, in our insistence to love, something that I thought would have ruined the relationship um, because I stood there and sort of, in a way, refused to let it go. Um, I said, no, I'm going to love this back together. Not that that can always happen because, you know, there's some toxic relationships that just need to go, but that wasn't it. This was (laughs) a small injury, something that could be fixed. And I went to a place of faith that I never had before. And I'm old. I'm not a baby, so it's a big deal. Um, 
<laughs> and I was able to keep everything glued together. But I had to have more faith in my own ability than I ever had before to get it done. Mm. Um, and the same thing with, um, yeah. And then this is not going to be a news flash to anybody. We've always talked about how our care is our responsibility. Uh, yes. But I was reading, yeah, right. But I think mm-hmm. it, just to articulate it and maybe break it down in a little few pieces, I've also seen where we sometimes attribute our own happiness, our own safety, our own peace to our circumstances. Like if I'm safe, if my home is comfortable, um, if I have some of the things that I need, then in the circumstances I can be happy. But lately, what I've been shown a lot of is that it's our responsibility to make ourselves happy in spite of the circumstances and pretty much sometimes in in spite of the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge point of responsibility for me. I thought of myself as being an emotionally responsible person until I realized that the way that I was creating it was by creating circumstances that I could call myself happy in. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So by by taking the... um, yeah, taking a, a little bit more of a step on that and realizing, okay, you know, because I, yeah, I, you know, I talk about being grateful all the time, and the way that I switch my emotions around is by finding something to be grateful for. Well, that's something. And I'm like, oh, so that's a, that's been a lovely trick that I've been doing to myself. But but uh, now reaching into finding a new way to know happiness in spite of what's going on. I'm like, huh, okay. I think it's, I haven't mastered that by long shot, kids. I just took that out of the box. I'm learning how that works. <laughs> um, but, but I'm very, very interested in seeing um, and hopefully getting some feedback from everybody else and how they felt about this for all the time, to- all that time, all the time that we've been working on the show, I should say. Yes, yes, because in in you know in the end, we're the only ones who can create our own happiness. So it's um, even in challenging times or painful times or, or stressful times it's uh really boy I, I'd say that is that is emotional mastery to be able to reach that mm-hmm. <laughs> well it took like well, I took the 51 to get that that brain childer information so let's see how much longer it takes for me to get the other part oh we're getting there <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there wow. okay Get there. We are getting there. That's that is mastery, and that is, I and I, I, you know, it's hard enough to kind of stop the chatter in the mind, but I think being able mm-hmm. to master our emotional reaction is 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 a tough one. That's that's, you know, and that's yeah. what um, deep, um, Eckhart Tolle totally talks about quite a bit in his books is is to be able to observe the emotional body, the pain body, you know, and be able to find your center in that. Find a, a a still point of balance in that it's it boy does it take practice we're getting a lot yeah, of practice <laughs> and I think, right practice and i think for me what i what i saw happen for me the step of uh the responsibility in that um yes was what i because i it was what i hadn't really felt before. Maybe if you had told me the theory of it, I'd been like, oh, okay, I would have agreed with it. But something inside of me shifted in terms of thinking, yeah, I really do have the ability to be that way. 
yeah. instead yeah. of trying to create the circumstance to be happy, really shifting. I've been really good at creating circumstances, happy circumstances, super good at happy That's circumstances. That's great, But yeah. not so much, you know, just just by myself. Nah, that seems a little bit a little hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and That's the great. Other, and I think... I think the connection to the soul in the heart helps with that, too, where we can rely mm-hmm. on that, right? We can trust it. We can go in and, and mm-hmm. get into that connection again and feel feel that love and happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. happy you're talking about it. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing I wanted to touch upon tonight, you and I talked about it briefly, was ways that we manipulate our energy. Um, be it with supplements or food or alcohol or caffeine or exercise, yeah. whatever we do to make ourselves feel other than what we're feeling. Before we've figured out what that feeling is telling us. Right. Yeah. Right. That seems like it takes a lot of separation. I think one. all of us. Right? I think all of us, even when we're really good about taking care of ourselves and when we're eating right and taking the right vitamins and, you know, make sure our food's organic and our water's clean and all that stuff, we're trying to make sure that we're safe and good and healthy. Um, But then I wonder how many times we reach for something like that to shift, feel better about ourselves, not feel so bad about something else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's big. I've just started to slow things down and identify those those moments. Even when I thought I was being good, it's like no, you weren't. You you know you were you unhappy because you felt criticized, and then you went in your office and closed the door. Well, that's reacting and doing something else to change something before I paid attention to what my emotions were trying to tell me. I think this is a great discussion because. It, once you start to get into that observer consciousness, then you can really begin to, to as you say, watch how you react, watch what triggers you, so looking for your triggers, and then having a different response. So then you're creating kind of like a new pattern, a new habit. So you have a new response instead of just kind of the, the typical ones we go to. And I'd like to keep this uh, like kind of as an ongoing discussion into future shows because I think once once we get – into this connection inside and we're building our soul presence, building the light, building the love, that'll even help us kind of kind of surface what some of this unconscious programming is doing where we really aren't dealing, like you said, with the 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 bottom line emotion. We're we're just kind of um uh self-soothing ourselves with with external supplements, resources. Um, I think this is a big issue, and it's a human issue, and we all have it. Um, some of I, I know for myself, I love food, so that's what I turn my my go-to <laughs> is food. <laughs> so it's it's kind of finding what is that it uh, what is your go-to, and what triggers you to go to it, and and then we start to. Um, shift, but I also found the more that I can do kind of my routine, grounding, breathing, getting in the body, uh, really getting balance, that kind of offsets that go-to reaction, kind of the knee-jerk reaction. So it's it's all, I see this all as 
steps of self-love and self-care. And we need to do that more. We really do. And I think Good patience stuff. with yourself. I yeah, think in uh, our in in the U.S. especially, where we have such a consumer-driven society, I think yeah, it's easy for uh, us to get caught up in all these other things. And it's uh, tougher to slow down and really take that patience with ourselves and listen to what we're feeling. You know how. Every, uh, at least most of us who still have a job, how often do we have to push past whatever we're feeling, thinking, being to get somewhere by 8 o'clock, to get somewhere by 9 o'clock? It's mm-hmm. that even in, in a way is pushing yourself. Yeah, and not paying attention yeah, to how you're it truly is. feeling about things. Yeah. You're not really kind of in your own rhythm and in the now when you're under deadlines like that. Yeah, it's stressful. All right, I love it, Manette. Let's keep that one going. Um, okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish up here. We have a, just a couple of minutes left. So, um, just in recap, you guys have the recording here. If you want to continue to work on integrating the eclipse upgrades and helping to minimize what's happening on our planet right now, and we'll probably do more of that in the equinox uh, upgrades as well when we're doing our global is working on the planet helping and uh, we'll we'll be able to proclaim your beautiful intentions in that show as well so we're looking forward to uh, meeting up with you again then Um, thank you Manette for all those words of wisdom I think we'll have more to discuss on that going forward I love it Will, and I'm so sorry if, you, if I made you feel let down in the beginning I was right there I could hear everything you said I just couldn't get to you Oh, yeah, darn. I didn't see you on the studio. So <laughs> next time, just pop right well, in. I only have 14 tabbing. phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's true. Oh, my goodness. All right, so everybody, you just stay in the bliss space here. I, I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm loving being here with you, and we'll connect again in a couple of weeks here for the Equinox, and we'll do another one of our newer shows in October. I'll have to see when Spirit wants us to do that. We'll, we'll get it all set up for you. Um, have an amazing evening. We're sending our love to all of you and to stay in the bliss and we'll connect up soon again. Bye for now. Good night, everyone. <laughs>